live. Nicole? Hi. Hey. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> Good. We're both like so tired and I can tell you why I'm actually tired because yesterday was literally a gluten and sugar filled day and I literally I feel hungover as f <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like I got hit by a bus man I know what uh, what um outline outline the day for me what how did how did it happen what is the scene of the crime yeah. <laughs> so it kind of started because my brother was in town for dinner friday night mm -hmm. um and he's like here for like a conference and so we're like oh we'll go to this like really nice place that we love that's in town in boise here and um it's known for having really good pizza and mm -hmm. usually what i do is i order like the wings that are like just insane like the best wings i've ever had i don't even know like you can't even cop like there's no way to copy it and <laughs> then you know i get the meatballs right and then like you know taylor orders a pizza and i'm like okay like i'll have like one or two slices and it turns out like the rest of the table got pizzas and they're very like specifically made like artisanal pizzas like maybe mm -hmm. like a level up from pizza bockers in like amsterdam yeah and yeah. like they're just insane. It's a 55-year-old starter for the bread, like for what they make their dough out of. It's a 55-year-old starter. So that's like the only reason I'm like, okay, like that's <laughs> like that. I feel I feel better about eating mm. that, you know, than like Domino's or like mm. something random. Anyway, so it started there. Then everyone's like, okay, we're going to get all of the desserts on the menu. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then um, the next day we have like a barbecue where there's brisket, right? And it's like a big thing of brisket. And I don't know if you've ever had, um, there's like Hawaiian rolls. Do you know what a Hawaiian roll is? No. What's that? It's this sweet bread that comes in a roll. Okay. Um, and it's like, it's very, very sweet. And it pairs really well with tri-tip or steak or anything like that. So they're making like these like brisket sliders with mm. these buns that just like taste really, really good. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I'll have one. Right. <laughs> and then there was like a cupcake there and I was like, oh, screw it. I'll have a cupcake. Um, so I am just like now like kind of, I literally like, I feel puffy. Mm. I feel like, like I kind of like, I slept like shit. Like I just had a headache. Like, like just every single thing points to being like hungover like i'm mm. also super nasally mm. um i notice that when i eat like sugar like refined sugar not like normal sugar or whatever like it just totally like yeah like it doesn't work out for me so so do yeah. you think do you, do you think um question do you think it's the do you think it's the gluten or do you think it's like the the glyphosate that they put in this stuff or I, I, I'm just interested, or do you think it is actually just yeah. a carb overload? You know what I'm saying? It's it probably... So, yeah. So I've thought about this a lot. And here's the thing. Like, I'll have... So I don't do the honey anymore. And mm -hmm. honey never made me feel nasally, never, like, gave me any grief, right? Mm -hmm. If I eat something that's pretty low quality, like the cupcake I had... Mm -hmm pretty low quality, like not a high end <laughs> organic, you know, flour or anything like that. Yeah. Like I literally, it makes it so like, I can't really breathe that well, which mm. is kind of interesting. Um, 
but it's basically like a combination of shitty quality and processed sugar like Mm -hmm. if it's if it's a highly processed thing then like i just feel it like right away but if it's like that high quality pizza i didn't feel so bad after that you Mm -hmm. know like because it's like a 55 year old starter it's like a legit like kind of like it reminds me of europe when Mm -hmm. like you know how their bread doesn't really the bread there doesn't affect me the way the bread here affects me Mm. like it's shit (laughs) it's it's completely awful (laughs) so that's interesting i've also had similar experiences it's like some some processed food you you almost feel immediately Mm -hmm. but then like when you go to the european type things it takes a couple of days it's like you you, i can get away with one or two days yes i can get away with one or two (laughs) days of eating good european food like bread and things like that but I must say after day three or four, yeah. my body does start to say, whoa, like, okay, cool. You've, you've had enough. Now it's time to just, just relax there. <laughs> but I think honestly, our body has a threshold. I mm. think there's a threshold and you just like have to be really careful to cross it. Even mm. when it's like really nice gluten stuff, you know, mm. like, like mm. not refined sugar, but like, you know, homemade Italian pasta that's been in the family for a hundred years, you know? Like, oh, it's like making me like think of like going to Italy and getting some like carbonara. But um, anyway, but that was like, that's why I feel so just awful right now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like myself. I feel very like uh, almost like fragile, but like it's just it, it's that hungover sensation, mm-hmm. which is so odd, you know, like and I'm also drinking Element. So nice. I did get their thing because I'm so lazy um so it's like the potassium uh sodium yes. and the magnesium yeah. and so i raw, found the out the raw one the the raw unfiltered. yes oh okay. yeah, yeah yeah so there's nice. so my advice if anyone does get the things like the electrolyte drinks that go in mm-hmm. your drink get the one that doesn't have natural flavors in it like the ones that are not actually um flavored because the natural flavors like you don't know what's in there usually a lot of time there's citric acid as well in there um and some other stuff so i just stay away from all that but yeah like i like it it's very salty like on the label it says salty af (laughs) and i'm like oh it's not gonna be that bad and then i like drink it and i'm like wow i'm like i cannot chug this because usually i'll just chug whatever like comes my way but I was going to mention to you, so I found out um, one of the main causes of preterm labor. So preterm means before 38 weeks. Um, Usually like 40 is the average, right? And usually the baby's born anywhere from 38 weeks to 42 weeks. So they always say 40 weeks just because it's the average. Anything two weeks before, two weeks after is completely normal. Mm -hmm. So like my per- my midwives are telling me that I need to start drinking magnesium and like the sodium and stuff um, because apparently like my body absorbs it better. So you can drink like all the water in the world, right? Um, but so as the opposed thing to about... taking a a pull form, is that what you're saying? Or so I do both. Go? So I do okay. both. So basically, she was just telling me that. Well, first of all, the number one cause of preterm labor I found out is dehydration which is super interesting, right? Mm. Um, Because you can drink all the water in the world, but if you're not getting potassium, sodium, and magnesium, it's not going to absorb, Yeah. right? So if you're not getting those nutrients, it's just going to go through you, (laughs) (laughs) which was interesting. So Mm. um, I now drink one of these in the morning 
the element. And then I take my magnesium pill that's magnesium glycinate at night. Um, so then like I have enough, but I was just like, oh, I don't want to go into pre, like no one wants to go on preterm labor. Like you don't want to have the baby before 38 weeks. Like yeah. 38 weeks is fully cooked, but she just told me, she's like, yeah, like start drinking it. And I think that'll help. Nice. So. And, and how are you feeling overall with the magnesium and, and, the, and the electrolytes? Because I've certainly, I was thinking that's certainly been the biggest difference for me. Like I haven't changed much besides yeah. upping my magnesium and my electrolytes and my hair's better. My performance is better. My everything's better. Well, it's uh, day two for me though. So, so I, okay. So it's only have day to two, check in the but next you've been year. taking the magnesium, right? The, the magnesium yes. at least like for a while now. Oh my God. I yeah. love, so like, I love magnesium. Mm. Like I feel like it's so, okay. I think like behind vitamin D deficiency, magnesium mm. is the other one. Like it's the mm. second, it's like the runner up, I believe. Mm. Don't quote me, but I think it's like those two are pretty close in terms of deficiencies in the US, um, at yeah. least as far as I know. But every night I take it, like, I'm like, oh, I'll take it around like 8 p.m. You know, I'll go to bed around 10, right? So like, it's almost like you're like taking like a melatonin, but like something that is not so profound and aggressive, mm. you know, like yes. it's so yes. subtle. Yep. And like some people take it throughout the day to help with anxiety, which I think is great. Mm. Um, but I just take it at night, kind of like that's like my ritual. So morning I, you know, do this guy, do my coffee without without honey now, by the way. Nice. nice I'm never nice. doing honey again. And also my cellulite <laughs> kind of went away a little bit. Like a little, Josh, a little bit. Okay. But I don't want to like give you the full cookie. Yeah. I don't want you to like think it's all honey. Yeah. But y'all like. I reduced my cellulite by cutting out freaking honey. Have have you like, heard of the have you heard of the mag I think I told you the the magtan magnesium as well. Did I tell you about it? No. Okay, so I'm now taking another magnesium. Um, okay. And I'm going to attempt to share my screen uh just to show you cuz we always say we're going to do this and then never, we never do it. But I'm sharing my screen now. So this is what I take. It's called magtan. Oh. Um, okay. And what it and what it is um, for those that maybe are not watching visually, but it's a specific form of magnesium that's cognitive. It's a cognitive support, so it's more cognitive. Um, it's more related to your memory and your learning. But it, but the magnesium type is called magnesium L three and eight. Um, so what I my current magnesium like uh, sort of stack, if you would like to call it, is I take the I take the glycinate. Uh, a bit of glycinates after my lunchtime meal. So that's like midday. And then I take two of these bad boys before I go to bed and they, okay. knock, they knock you out. Like, like it's, it's so, Oh my the, God. I'm going to like order those right now. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it's, it's quite expensive. It's quite an expensive form of magnesium, but it's okay. super, super, super beneficial. Um, so I just want to let you know about that. That's what I've been doing recently. It took a while for me to get it. Like, uh, it, I don't know that they were back ordered. It might be a bit easier for you because I think that company that now foods is actually based in the States. So it should be easier for you to get that. Um, oh yeah. yeah. And it's like, they're on Amazon. So I can get here like in a day. Oh, I hate to tell you that. <laughs> um, no, no, that's, and just so people know too, like, 
there's so many different forms of magnesium Mm. and josh and i previously on an episode talked about this but like i so the magnesium citrate is what's in here Mm -hmm. and i cannot handle it at night because what happens is when i take the citrate form of magnesium at night i'm like tossing and turning all night versus the glycinate and the magtine or i guess the magnesium theonate or whatever we always yeah 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 so those are good for night (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are good for night. And it doesn't affect everyone, apparently. Like, I was talking to a friend of mine, and they're like, oh, yeah, I take, like, 200 of citrate, magnesium mm-hmm. citrate at night before I go to bed. And I'm like, how's your sleep? And they're like, oh, I sleep amazing. Like, it works for me. And I'm like, "Yeah, cool, man. That's cool. And but, and also, yeah. like, I, I mean, I've got measurable data because I, I wear this ordering. So yeah, my heart rate variability is, like, the highest it's been in a long, long time, um, which is crazy. My sleep Can you still, explain still, what that means? Heart so, rate variability. So basically, the 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 variability between the beats of your heart. So the the lower it is, supposedly, this is studies. Yeah. The lower the variability between the beats, uh, the more stressed you are. The higher they are, the less stressed you are. That means that you've got longer, you've got a more, you've got more rhythm between your heartbeats. It's okay. not it's not sporadic. It's not like boom boom. It, it it's like a very rhythmic beat and it's long it's 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 protruded and it shows you on a graph it's like literally it shows you the variability between your heart rates and um it's yeah it's it's helped me tremendously especially since i've been traveling like also update for people i'm back in south africa so it's been a crazy crazy few weeks for me i've been doing loads of work overseas um i went to madrid and like you i have just been eating tons of gluten to be honest with you i've been eating so (laughs) much shit (laughs) but the funny thing is i must be honest like the my theory is the magnesium has been a buffer against me feeling even worse than i I normally would be like Mm. i really think that and i think if you're like this perfect carnivore and you didn't drink coffee and you were low stress I mean, who is that? Let's be honest, which modern human is living that way? I don't know anybody. Then you probably don't have to take magnesium. But if you are a person that's working or like you pregnant, um, we're drinking coffee, so we're getting stimulants, these things affect you. So your magnesium intake is important, like no doubt about it. Um, But especially when traveling, like when you don't know what you're going to be eating, it, it makes a huge, it's almost, it's also like a, it is like a bit of a mental thing. I must be honest. Like if I take it, like I a ritual. Feel, yeah, it's like a ritual. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but I've certainly found tremendous benefit in, in taking it. And when I don't, I do feel it. And um, yeah, I, I think it's, no, I think yeah. it's a good supplement. I will, speaking of food. So I, okay. So I did like a little, not experiment, but since I can't eat like two steaks a day in one sitting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how like I used to be like, okay, like, 12 p.m. I'm eating a 10 ounce ribeye, right? And then I used to be like 5 p.m. I'm eating my second 10 ounce ribeye. Like literally our house was just ribeyes. And like that was cool, right? Like, cause this is like pre-pregnancy. And then I had the nausea. So having meat first thing in the morning was just not happening. I had Mm -hmm. to have some type of carb so I wouldn't throw up. Um, and then now I'm kind of at this place where my stomach is like super small. <laughs> um, so I really can like, I can't eat as much as like, like I, I definitely 
can't sit down and eat a 10 ounce ribeye mm. right like that's just not that's not gonna happen for me <laughs> um unfortunately so i have been tracking because i have to eat a minimum of 80 grams of protein and let me just say if you're not eating a steak a day it is freaking hard to hit 80 grams of protein like people if you have a tracker like mm -hmm. on your phone or if you don't have a free app there's tons of free apps out there I dare you to track what you're eating if you think you're getting enough protein track what you're actually eating and mm -hmm. see how much protein that comes out to because you will be shocked you will be absolutely shocked um and yeah so that's like basically you know if you think about it for they say for pregnancy a minimum of 60 um and this all depends on also your weight right like yeah. your body mass and everything but um i do at least 80 and i've now incorporated you'll love this josh protein shakes in the morning however these protein shakes i put three raw eggs i put yeah. a half cup of raw milk I put like ice as like my water and then I put in one scoop of um, it's like primal kitchen. And I usually don't like primal kitchen because mm. I know it's owned by Heinz and like I oh, try. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you not know that? Oh, wow, yeah. Like, no. what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's been Things like years owned by Heinz. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so um, I do that and it's literally like, it's just so doable for me right now. Like I don't mm -hmm. even have to mm -hmm. think, I don't have to cook anything, mm -hmm. three raw eggs and like that recipe just like works amazing. And I also found a girl who actually is from San Diego and she makes her own um, grass fed Swedish beef uh, mm -hmm. protein, literally has three things in it, like uh, organic beef um, or grass fed beef, organic like vanilla Mm -hmm. extract and then like one other ingredient it's like a three ingredient one so taylor does that one but nice. when i tried and it's 23 grams of protein per scoop which yeah. is like so much yeah. um but anyways so like i do that and then i also like i'll do eggs and bacon or whatever during the day like i'll have like a you know protein obviously like in my lunch or my mid-meal whatever but like just to make sure mm -hmm. that i actually hit what i need i then finish my evening with um one cup of greek yogurt and like some berries my favorites my, my, so my, like the greek yogurt yeah favorite desserts honestly <laughs> yeah. i was just i was pulling up my um so obviously occasionally i track my my macros like oh just interesting the, okay so i mean take a guess how much protein okay uh, let me just read it's this it's probably so is this when is this when you're in madrid like on vacation or no is no, this no th recently? this is like an average uh day. josh day yeah take take guess how much protein i consume uh i i think probably 220 or 250. yeah okay you're on, on oh really okay i'm good two, so my protein is 215. okay bear and in what, mind, what did I train you eat that two day, hours a day by the way yeah so that's tell what i'm going through so, okay so my carbs are 53 grams my fats okay. is 178 and my protein is 215 grams and then i don't know if you can see that chart that's sort of what it with the break oh my god i have like, like the same one okay yep yeah yeah yep. and then what i ate that day is wait where is it nutrients no macros um oh there we go so i had bulletproof coffee had okay. six eggs cooked in butter no i don't know if it was cooked in butter 
had a ribeye, which is 225 grams, one of those little fucking uh, yumbo ribeyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of ground beef at, at dinner. I had some tomato sauce, Heinz ketchup okay. tomato sauce. Remember I told you about my, my tomato sauce? <laughs> it's still thriving. My tomato sauce um, addiction is still thriving, just to yeah. let you know. I had full cream yogurt and a large banana. Um, and that all came, but that just shows you, that all came to 2,272 calories, which isn't that much for the amount that I just like laid out. It just shows you how much protein you get yeah. for, and, and, and that's a lot of food for me. Like I had to put that shit down. So like you said, that getting your 80 grams is yeah, difficult because you, like I have to, there, there is occasional forcing, but it's because I'm, 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 I've got a goal to get bigger and stronger. It's, that's what I want to do. So, so the key yeah. thing, Josh, it's like intention. Yeah. Like if you're trying to hit that much protein, like at least a minimum of 80, there yeah. has, especially for like a woman, Mm -hmm. There has to be intention behind trying to get protein with every meal. Mm -hmm. So that's why I love it when doctors are like, hey, if you're making a meal, regardless of how many carbs you're eating, whatever, what is the center of your meal? Mm -hmm. Is it the protein mm -hmm. or is it the bread? You know, yeah. like if you're going to eat a pizza that has pepperoni on it, no, that yeah. is not that is not going to be the winning, you know, meal, right? If you're going to have like maybe avocado toast with three eggs and four pieces of sausage on the side mm. okay right like that's kind of like that's like mm. a doable overall thing um but I just think it's like so interesting because like even with so like I have like sometimes I like eating euro meat I like crave euro meat and halloumi a lot now mm. I just love greek stuff but even eating like a small chicken club or chicken cob salad and like, you know, like cob salad, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like how it's yeah. like the egg and the bacon yeah, and like the ranch and like it's avocado and like it's basically just like everything, but there's like some lettuce in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm like, oh, I love this. <laughs> but like the lettuce is kind of just like part of it. Yeah, yeah. But I think like for most days when I'm like normal, I'm hitting about a hundred. It says here like a hundred and six. Mm, mm. Um, so like and that's, that's good. That, that that's a good amount for what you for what you currently doing and your goals. And, yeah, and things like I'm not, that. I'm not crossfitting. You know, no. like I'm I'm still weightlifting, but you know what I mean. Like I'm not intensely. Yeah. It's still over, anything. like you said. It's still over eighty. Um, but there was something that I, I was I was going to mention about. Oh yes, so. For anybody listening, if you, if you do want a good hack, this is this is why I've completely gone against the the narrative of intermittent fasting, in my opinion, because getting your breakfast in, you know, getting a big breakfast in is like the, it's that guarantee in the morning that you're getting that protein in. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're fasting, yeah, it's very difficult to get that protein in, and the biggest change that I've made in my life now even though I'm traveling and I, and I must be honest, like I'm not eating terrible compared to the average person by, by all means, but I'm definitely not the perfect carnivore. And I've said this a lot. You're more lenient. You're yeah, more, I'm, you're, I'm you're adapting. More, I'm way more lenient, but the thing that hasn't changed is I'm still eating the same amount of meat. So mm -hmm. it, it, it blunts, it, it definitely blunts the, the glucose response that I would get mm -hmm. from eating the bread because 
in the past when I would wake up, eat a croissant, have a chocolate milkshake, have cereal, where's the protein coming from? Where's the satiation yes. coming from? You're just going to keep eating, eating until you get your protein. And, you know, the protein leverage hypothesis, you're going to keep eating until you reach your protein goals of the day. Yeah. And when you have that piece of bread, but you've had met your protein needs, it's very unlikely that you're going to carry on binging on it. It's, it's literally, it's almost impossible. Like you just, I totally <laughs> agree with you because I don't, I, I think I told you this. I tried intermittent fasting. I think mm. when I was like, actually, you know what? No. When I first started carnivore, I would eat at 9am a 10 ounce steak. Like it was pretty like spot. I just like, I felt better. And like my mood was better. Like I think Jordan Peterson, and a lot of different psychiatrists, um, they actually tell patients that are depressed or patients that um, have like mood disorders, they tell them to always, always, always eat breakfast, never skip breakfast because it stabilizes your mood when you have that, mm. when you have the high fat and protein, it works as like a stabilizer, almost like a pill, mm. <laughs> like literally like an antidepressant pill. Um, it works to stabilize your mood, like first thing when you're doing that. I will admit like a lot of times I can't eat till like 10 or so in the morning yeah. you know what i mean like just yeah. naturally i feel like mm. but i do agree with you like i do not fast because i feel like it opens up the doors to then have my first meal be something out of desperation mm. um and something that oh i'm just really really hungry i'm gonna eat this versus being like oh i have the protein oh okay like there's some toast with my meal for lunch mm. or something okay i'm gonna feel a lot better about that especially mm. when you're traveling right because yeah. you're like oh i already got my protein in. i got 40 grams this morning but there is something about the protein that stabilizes like if i have something glutinous or like very like processed or something and i've had i've hit my protein goal for the day or I know I'm going to hit it for the day mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I it's actually true what you're saying like I don't feel the effects of that it's like the proteins like this buffer mm -hmm. that helps you to break down the glucose and like kind mm -hmm. of like not have that effect which is so freaking cool and it's like a natural pill yeah and it just you like I, I just had this thought when you were talking there is that the way I used to approach it is it, it was actually a, a, a vicious cycle that fed in itself. So I would eat the shitty food throughout the day, mm -hmm. get no protein, only carbs. Then I would feel bad about it. Then I would intermittent fast on top of that. So now I'm going into the following day, uh -huh. not having protein. And then maybe at the end of the day, when I'm starving, I will get like a decent meal in. But now if I've done... I don't know if I've eaten bad or whatever, like the next day, wake up, have some eggs, have my yeah. steak, carry back on it. And, and that I think has been a huge difference. And there's something like, you don't have to, like you said, if you don't feel like a 10 ounce ribeye in the morning, you don't have to have it. Like for me, what I currently do is I wake up, I have bulletproof coffee. I have a, a element electrolytes shake. I have mm -hmm. six eggs, um, either cooked in butter or whatever. Then I go to CrossFit. So that's my pre-workout. I get back, okay. I chill a bit, whatever. And then I'll have like a meal at 11, 12 o'clock. Um, I'll have steak and then I'll have obviously a very light dinner. But m me and my mom was like actually chatting about this the other day. The old saying was, you know, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a queen. I don't know what the other one was, what dinner <laughs> like a princess or something like that. That was an old saying that I grew up with. Like, oh, 
Yeah, eat breakfast like a king, which means eat the biggest breakfast you can. Uh, eat like whatever you want yeah, or whatever. Lunch like a queen, so like medium. And dinner should be like a dessert, like, you know, th but, but for me, I think mine's more like that. It's like a medium breakfast, large lunch, small dinner. That's kind of like my mm. schedule now. My lunch generally is my biggest meal, actually, if I think about it. So now I'm like thinking about that because it's kind of similar. Like I feel like I used to have bigger dinners and right now, especially mm. as I told you, like my stomach is smaller because there's a human inside me, you know, um, what about that? <laughs> but like, that's actually really true. And I think that's why I like to do the Greek yogurt after mm. dinner mm. because like the portions are just like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like the mm. topper where like, mm. maybe I didn't eat enough for dinner. So having that one cup of Greek yogurt and one cup's a good amount, <laughs> like for anyone that's eating Greek yogurt, yeah. I can yogurt, like, go ham on that shit. I love No, I know, shit. but like one cup is like <laughs> definitely like pretty uh, significant. Like you're definitely like super full, but it's like protein full. But we have a very similar routine. Mm -hmm. We both yeah. do our bulletproof, yeah. uh, bulletproof coffee. Um, I put like the butter in there, but I also put like some cream, mm. no honey. And then I do my shake that has three eggs right with like the protein powder and the raw milk and then like i'll have like my actual lunch mm -hmm. like around like 12 or 1 yeah you know like when i'm hungry after that but it's so great to do that pre-workout mm. like i just feel really good <laughs> about that but i wanted to tell you i had to do some tests um so because i haven't been so strict um, going into these tests, one of them checks for gestational diabetes. Mm -hmm. So that's like basically when you have some people get diabetes um, and it's kind of just how their placenta processes what they're eating mm -hmm. and there's no cure for it. So even if you do get gestational diabetes, like pregnancy diabetes, um, the only way to counter it is with exercise and diet. Mm. So eliminating processed things and eating more protein and fat and then exercise right so it's kind of funny because like I went in the test thinking like because she's telling me like oh there's people that are like super healthy that do everything they're supposed to and still get it and I'm like mm. oh god like please but don't also, let me what, be one of those so like also my question would be like yeah. what is their definition of healthy because do you know what I'm saying like so my midwife yeah so here's the thing so like my midwives were telling me like to try to hit a hundred grams of protein a day. Oh damn. Okay. So well, like they, they cool. They, they, <laughs> they are in the know. Yes, I have never yes, gotten okay. diet or any advice from my OB before I switched to my midwives. Hmm. My doula is telling me the same thing. So people in the doula and midwife community, as far as I know, they have a very holistic approach to things. Cause a lot hmm. of times it's natural birth, it's natural remedies, stuff like this. So they're telling me about the magnesium. They're telling me about what to take extra supplements. They're telling me taking the organ, the organ uh, things that I take is great. Like, you know what I mean? So, and they're like, oh yeah, raw milk. Cool. Like whatever, do you? Mm. So they get it. Thank God. <laughs> and they're the Tops. ones who are really pushing the protein. Mm. Um, because if you think about it, the protein is like literally like the amino acids come from the protein that's from meat. Right. And they are literally the building blocks of life. So if you're growing a life inside you, you need to get enough amino acids that come from animal, right? That comes from that protein. Mm. So that's why they always say to up the protein because that's going to be the growth and what's, watch, I'm going to have like a 10 pound baby, but like 
you know, circling like... back to circling back to the magnesium. Sorry, the magnesium yeah. is the yeah. is the key, if you'd like to say, that unlocks the full potential of the protein, because the magnesium mm -hmm. is the it your inner your cells require the enzymes from magnesium to actually use the protein and actually make it work. So if you low on magnesium, like I, I often wonder if I started my journey kind of like I did now, would it, would it have been a bit more better? Because I didn't really have a smooth start. Like everyone else I knew that started Carnival was like, oh my word, this is the best thing ever. And I mean, I was really sick, but my start was terrible. And I sort of just pushed through. And I wonder if it, it would have been better if I had got yeah. rid of the citrates and stuck with the glycinates. Uh, maybe the magtan as well. And I, I wonder, I, I truly do, but, but who knows? I'm, I'm grateful for everything, but I, I certainly think the magnesium helps in that sense where taking the food you're eating and actually making it. I mean, I used to get crazy, crazy heartburn when I used to sleep at night, like when I first started, like, like I used to yeah. feel like I used to feel like I was sitting with a lump in my chest and I was like, is that my heart? Or is that the food? You know what I'm saying? You know when you am get I dying? Me, yeah, am I dying? And that was a <laughs> yeah. that was like a constant thing. And yeah. looking back now, it was probably a mixture of the magnesium citrates, which was giving me heartburn. Yes, because I had that too. Yeah, and, and also acid, just not right? enough not enough magnesium that was bioavailable from the glycinate to actually take my food and get it down. So even though even though I don't sleep perfectly compared to like, I don't know, some of the people that I see that wear aura rings, like I still sleep better. I get to, I get to sleep easier, you know? Yeah. I had a question for you. So I guess with like carnivore starting out, because I know like, you know, there's things called the keto flu, for example, mm. like when you cut out things and everything, you kind of, and yours doesn't really sound like that, but there's also like if people do have heartburn because there are certain things where you think like, oh, like I'm taking an element supplement that has natural flavors and citric acid and people don't even think twice that the citric mm. acid could be called it. Because remember I told you like I was getting bad heartburn. Yep. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay, I just resumed recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No, no, I can hear you. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. So you were getting bad heartburn. Yeah, from the the magnesium citrate. Yes. I thought I was taking the right thing. So I'm like, oh, magnesium. At least I'm taking it, and it doesn't work that way for every single person. But there's, I also learned about papaya enzymes. So mm. like, when you're pregnant, you don't want to take over the counter stuff like pills. You don't even want to take like they don't even want you to take Tylenol, you know, like it's very, very strict what you can do. So there's something called papaya enzymes um, that you can actually take that help combat basically like anything feeling stuck here and heartburn. Mm -hmm. And it's like a natural way to do that. You know how like pineapple and papaya. Pe it's called pepsin, right? That, it's a form of pepsin. Am I? Am I... No, 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 no. It's like totally like this is like totally natural. Like it would oh, say okay. papaya enzymes because okay. like I was eating pineapple for a while and I was eating pineapple as well to combat 
the toast I was eating in the mornings during my first trimester mm. because it actually the enzymes help break down the carbs and process it better. Mm. I've seen Carl so, Aurelius say something about that, but I didn't look too much yeah. into it. Yeah. But it's not like every fruit. Like I told mm. you the other day, I, I made um, banana pancakes. <laughs> remember? Wait, okay. so I got a message from Nicole, <laughs> like just a random message. Josh, like I tried to make banana pancakes and I felt terrible. Like my stomach is not well. Yeah, I was like, I think I died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like there's a recipe yeah. you can do where it's like one banana and two or three eggs. It sounds and so And you put like, it in a blender. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> it sounds so simple and easy. And so yeah. like, I was like, oh, cool. I'll just do this. Like this will taste amazing. You put butter on them. They taste really good, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like my I was like hunched over like my stomach was just like killing me I was like okay like bananas are not my jam mm. I don't think I can ever eat a banana again like you think I it was, was it a ripe do you think it was too ripe though like because I know no that it was be... probably the opposite oh okay so like not ripe enough maybe but like either way I'm like dude yeah. like sorry un screw bananas unripe. yeah sorry unripe I don't know why I'm saying too ripe like it wasn't too ripe, ripe is good too ripe is good because that's what people usually eat it because yes. like the, the stuff in it is broken down more to be consumed yes so you always want to eat a fruit when it's ripe yes for me correct. i'm just like i just grab a banana like i haven't seen yeah. bananas in a while was it, like was i don't it know green? What did it have like a shade of green on it no it was very yellow oh, but okay. like okay it shouldn't have like taylor was fine but like i was just like no dude yeah i'm like no no to I, bananas ever. Berries, had that with, pineapple, fine. Yeah, I've had that with um, a, a, a papaya. Uh, we we call them paw, pawpaws over here. Pawpaws. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I hate saying that nod. <laughs> um, and if anybody wants to know the reason why it cut out for a second is because we have something called load shedding in South Africa, where the electricity goes out, and that's exactly what just happened. So we at the front door. Yeah. So we're currently on um a, U, a ups so a universal power supply um just to let you know uh, that's just a random just thing. a south africa thing, just a south no african thing. It's, it's just it just goes off like three times a day now um so welcome back to south africa josh oh my god is that because <laughs> it's hot or is that just like with it, how you're it's just allocating energy, power it's just the energy like yeah the energy there's a bit of a crisis in terms of infrastructure and oh, things like that okay yeah so i just wanted to let people okay. know that that's why it cut out cool. for a second. Um, I am very but, thankful. Yeah, then. exactly. But back to the papaya. Yeah. Um, I had one the one time and I literally was man down for a full day. I couldn't even move. I'm, I, I, I thought I was dying. I was like, <laughs> my mom, I was like, what happened? That is so fruit, yeah. fruit is crazy powerful though. Like, yeah, although you get these carnivore guys that you are like, will eat it with a whole bunch of meats and things like that. I tried it and oh my gosh, I felt terrible. Like I literally, I don't think I'll ever, I, I, I love it. It tastes so good, but yeah. I got PTSD from thinking about that experience. My stomach was in so much pain and I don't well, know what it was. And also like it still spikes, like it still mm. spikes your glucose. Remember when mm. I had that continuous glucose monitor for a bit? Yeah. And like it was testing my levels. Like if I did have like fruit, like it still was like the same effect right like you know like oh fresh squeezed orange juice like it has the same effect as like if you drink a coca-cola in the morning yeah like yeah. it doesn't I'm, I'm not talking about like processed sugar versus mm. natural sugar i'm just saying like 
it impacts your blood glucose levels the same. Mm. Like that is not arguable. That is Mm. like documented. That is like, Mm. so for me, if I'm eating, like I can only do the berries like at night with my Greek yogurt, which is plenty of protein. I've already hit my protein for the day. So when I'm like doing that fruit, like the berries, I just tolerate the best, like blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, and raspberries. Mm. And it's like amazing. Right. Mm. It's like, it's like orgasmic. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's like your it's your end of day treats and yeah like speaking of orange juice like or oranges my mom who is like 64 years old people can't believe that she's 64 by the way because she doesn't look that 64 but and she's she, carnivore right she's like yeah she's f- pretty much full carnivore um but she had orange juice the other day because she was she hasn't been feeling too well and i th- thought maybe you know what maybe just a bit of vitamin c won't harm you but her fingers immediately like swelled, swelled up Yep. Um, and when I eat a lot of honey or f- high fructose <laughs> stuff, my aura ring can't come off my finger because my fingers just swell. So everyone's 100%. different, you know, everyone's different. No, no, Josh, that's really yeah. actually, that's really, that, that happens to me too. Yeah. Like with the, cause there was one place that did orange juice and you remember how Yumbo in mm. Amsterdam, like they'd have the mm. orange juice machine. The fresh one. So yeah. you would get that. Yeah. And I noticed that my rings weren't fitting as well. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm kind of like gaining weight, Yeah. you know? So I think that my weight gain, remember we were talking about this. I think yeah. it was actually from the orange juice I was consuming. Mm-hmm. Cause that was like 12 PM first meal of the day, you know? Mm. And like, it's like, oh, here's, here's you know, 20, 30 grams of sugar, at least. Yeah, it it, it totally, like, I would rather, so I, my diet now consists of, you know, obviously beef, whatever, whatever, lots of avos, because avos to me are low sugar Back on the avo. Oh, yeah, and they, they, they are, I I enjoy avos, and South African avos are amazing, they're like the size of my face, so I love them. Yeah. And some dark chocolate, to be honest, because dark chocolate is a, it's got a, a ton of, what, what do you call them? I don't want to say endorphins. That's what humans It's have. antioxidants. Antioxidants. Yeah. So dark chocolate, I would rather have dark chocolate over orange juice. That's just the state I'm in at the moment. And I would rather have rice over most fruits. And that's just where I'm at. Like it's, I'm not saying yeah. everyone has to do that, but that's just the way my body reacts to fructose and i i think it's the high impact that it has on my glucose in such a short uh, time span and if you're a healthy person that's okay because it's going to immediately you know replenish your glycogen and your muscles and whatnot but i think if you're coming from somebody like us who've had difficulty with weight things like that i think they there's definitely an effect that it has those those sugary fruits you know yeah. yeah, like the Paul Saladinos of the world or Carnivorellius, mm. like they probably never went through a fat phase. They no. probably never went through a phase where like they didn't have abs. Like I can kind of just look at Paul and I can kind of tell, you know, that he's always been an active surfer and he's probably already been always been in shape. Mm-hmm. So I think that like the fruit thing, like it's really hard because where we come from, like it's not going to give us the benefits of healing that we need. Like that most people that lead to carnivore Mm. are in like an area of desperation. Like Mm. if I was eating as much fruit as Paul or like for my size or whatever, I probably wouldn't have healed my stomach and Mm. I probably would have had other issues and been like, Oh, this carnivore thing is BS. (laughs) You know, like you have to go in 
if you're trying to heal something, you kind of have to go in pretty hardcore and mm. then through the years, lessen up and see mm. what you can handle because that's the way that you're going to find out what works for you. Because remember, it's like an elimination diet first, mm. right? I think Paul is one of the people that can, and Carnivorellius, they can handle mm. the fruit really well. And that's awesome. Yeah. But like, I think I wish for they like would 90% context, of people. Yeah, I wish they would use yeah, the con- platform to use contextualize, the context, it, right? yeah, to contextualize <laughs> yeah. it a bit better because yeah. it's just not feasible. And like, while we're on the subject, the, 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 like the biggest issue I had, I posted this video on Instagram the other day, like, and I, it got, I got good responses and things. The biggest issue I have is that they make this way of eating seems so inaccessible to the average person because yeah. the barrier of entry is oh i have to eat only grass-fed grass-finished i have to have organ supplements i have to sun my balls every day i have to do all these things and then once i've done all of these things then i can be welcomed into your world and it's so not true like like starting with the basics like we've just said we literally actually fuck it like protein and and fat to a certain extent if you can just prioritize that and i don't care if you're still smoking just carry on smoking right now just do that just get literally 80 grams of animal-based protein a day yeah start with you can if you if you can if you can get that in your breakfast like if you i think somebody said like the 60 gram breakfast rule i think i'm making this up in my head but something like if you can get that in your breakfast, great, because that's going to change everything else. And then whatever you eat from there, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter at this point in time. But changing your breakfast can often be the biggest difference, you know? It like that. sets you up for success, yeah. I think. It just yeah. propels you for having like a great mm-hmm. day. You know, like you can't really backtrack a 60 gram breakfast, no. a 60 gram protein breakfast. You know, like it's there. Mm. You're halfway there. You might as well like continue and like do that. But yeah, I would just exactly. say like, I guess to people like to your point too, like it, it's kind of elitist to say like you can only eat grass fed beef mm. and you can only eat, you know, like from like your local farm or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Like because not everyone can do that like not everyone has access to that. And so it's just like, dude, do the best you can. Like, like you said, let's take a step back. Mm. Try to get like a hundred, like set a goal of like a hundred grams mm. of protein a day. Mm. And however you get that, like cool, try to do it from animals, right? Like mm. meat-based or animal-based uh, protein. And like, you're solid. Like you'll, you'll see some type of improvement. Mm-hmm. If you're going from like the standard American diet and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go to now just getting a hundred grams of protein a day. You're going to see how hard it is. You're going to see how you have to eat protein with every meal. (laughs) And you're going to find creative ways to like get it in. Like maybe like with me, with like the raw eggs that I just put in my protein shake. So I'm like, okay, like we got it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think that's good advice. Yeah. And like you've said before as well, just tracking your food is like one of the best things because that's an eye opener. And it's, I'm not saying it's accurate. Like what I just read out to you, there's no ways that's accurate because I don't know if it was 225 grams or 400 yeah. grams. But what I'm saying is it gives you an idea and that's all you need. You just you just need an idea of what you are eating. And I think if you look at it on a on a on an app, you might be shocked at how much shit oh, you're yeah. eating and how little protein you're eating. Like Oh yeah. It's a great place to start, you know? It really is. It's it's hard. Yeah. And like I don't know. It, it, 
dude, it's like hard. And I always tell people, <laughs> if you're like trying to conceive like this rule of like getting the protein is extra important because just like how your body's going to function. Like if it doesn't have enough vitamin D, if it doesn't have enough magnesium, like these are other things that trigger other organs and how those organs mm -hmm. work, you know? So mm -hmm. like what we were talking about today, like, like, dude, like vitamin D is like responsible for like so many different organs and functions in the body. And if you're deficient, mm -hmm. then like a lot of it's not going to work right. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with magnesium, you know, like these things you need to get yeah. um, to make sure you're, you know, ready to go. And By the way, there's like a I've, fly in here and it's like it. freaking me out. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? like what's going on <laughs> and i think the mag back yeah back to i think the magnesium synthesizes the vitamin d and makes it into what it actually is so again oh, there you going go. back to magnesium like if you don't have that all that sunning your balls it's not going to help because yeah you don't have the magnesium that's going to help you convert that into vitamin d and it's very interesting i think it's 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 the biggest it's made the biggest difference certainly to me coming coming back to it because I started with it. I went completely off it. I cut out salt even. I don't know if you remember, I told you I cut out salt. I remember salt. that, yeah. And yeah, because there's two camps well. for it. So you're just like <laughs> yes. freaking out. You're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I will tell you that like the sun in your balls. So obviously I don't have balls, but yeah, I love being naked in the sun. Like there's so just good. something about it. And we're going to Palm Springs for our baby moon coming up. Mm. So like we're going to San Diego for a little bit and then Palm Springs. Um, and like there's these bungalows we stay at that like have their own walled like backyard oh, nice. um, or like courtyard thing. So, so like no one can see, it, but the sun comes there, in. Like you, can, like you can sun yeah. your balls here. You need to put that. <laughs> you can sun your balls here. No problem. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'm going to do. But I will say too, like, so I'm in the third trimester right now. Mm -hmm. And like, I have not changed anything. Like I still do my normal four workout, like four weightlifting workouts a week. I do like my walking and like pickleball once a week, golf once a week. Like, so like everything's basically the same. So I think it's making it super, cause like I only have like two months left. I'm like seven months pregnant. And so it's Maybe just they're... like, yeah, no, I know. But it's just like <laughs> staying active has yes. been like the yes. biggest and just like making healthy choices. Like I, you guys know, like I still like how people say it, I still live it up and like mm -hmm. I'll eat gluten and sugar from time to time. Like that's okay. Like my body responds well. Um, and by the way, all my glucose tests I was telling you about like came back uh, phenomenal apparently nice so like my hemoglobin and um like the risk of diabetes is yeah. like your she's like your, it's your so HPA, low i think it's your hpa1c your hemoglobin is that your average is for super months? high nice. so she said super high meaning there's a lot of protein in my blood or something oh, okay. yeah. um and then i had to get like a shot so that was like the one thing like okay i haven't gotten a shot in like I'm not against, and, and by the way, I'm not against like vaccines or whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck what people do. Like, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Um, but I hadn't gotten a shot in so long. And like this girl, like I'm RH negative. So I have to have certain, like, I have to have a certain protein. I think I explained this in the last yes. like yes. podcast. And it was new to me. And basically I have to get this shot called Rogam um, yeah. at 28 weeks. Because what happens is if I don't, um, and my baby has different blood type than me, like not negative blood type, but positive blood type. 
then what happens is if her blood mixes with me, like I become what's called sensitized and I'll have future issues with pregnancies in the future because of our blood mixing. So that could be if I end up having to get a C-section, I'm in a car accident and our blood mixes, or I just deliver her and she has a cut on her arm and I have a cut in my area and uh, it mixes. (laughs) So like, there's all these different things, but she like put the shot in my arm and I was like, so getting like anxiety about it. Cause like, I don't want anything foreign in my body. I like looked up as much ingredients as I could. And there was like less mercury in it than like, if you ate three ounces of tuna. So like, I kind of was like, okay, whatever. Like there's worse. Coca-Cola is probably worse for me. Yes. But she puts it in and like, I'm like, oh, I don't feel anything. She starts pushing it in, Josh. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, okay, ow, ow, ow. Like, I'm like, that is like, like, what the hell? It's just like, I felt really. Yeah. (laughs) So she's like, oh yeah, it's a really like thick serum. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I just do? And I ended up going home. I ended up napping for like two hours, which I like, I don't normally like nap now. So anyways, so I'm fine. I'm alive. I didn't have like an adverse reaction to it. Thank God. But that was like my experience getting a shot, like for the first time, like a really long time. And it was a thick boy. So gosh. Yeah, (laughs) but I lived. That's good. That's good. I'm I'm happy to hear. I think the last time I got one was when I actually went to America to go study. I had to get like yellow fever and all these things put into my body. And I was, I was not impressed. (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah. Well, it's just weird. Yeah. Yeah, Like the prick doesn't hurt. Like when they actually like prick you, it doesn't Mm -hmm. hurt. But like when they push it, like the stuff in like Mm -hmm. the substance into it, it's just like, oh, and then she, it was just like a while. I was like, this seems like I'm in like a, a loop. This is taking a while, yeah. like for you to push this into my arm. Cause usually it's just like cheat cheat. And then like it's like done. But this was like cheat. You could actually yeah. like feel the serum going yes. into your body. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. No. But anyways, but if you know, oh. if you don't get it, you run the risk of like not being able to have future kids. Mm-hmm. Cause I know we spoke so, about you like, wearing weighing up, like, yeah. do I do this or do I not? So obviously you made the decision and yeah, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's a reason behind it. So that's, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. So anyways, but everything's going well and I'm just chugging along. You're back in South Africa. Yeah. And, I'm keen to uh, get, uh, yeah. we should be back on like, we've, we had a little bit of a schedule. Not, I mean, it hasn't been crazy, but uh, yeah, no, mean, you were just in Madrid. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get back on, on, on level grounds as soon as possible. Um, I look yeah. forward to it, but, uh, yeah, this was a super fun catch up. And um, yeah, I look forward to the next one. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment. Yes. Obviously goes a long way to help uh, people find our work. And yeah, anything else you want to end off with? Do it. (laughs) Do it. Do it. Eat your protein and like, subscribe. Do it. (laughs) No, I'm good. Bye, everyone.